Hey guys, Coach Sean here and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. Coming to you from the Coach Sean Fitness Studio Quarter. Today I am alone doing this uh, this episode of the podcast and I've really enjoyed the last couple of episodes uh, talking to different friends and family about their own fitness journeys and certain little things that, that I wouldn't know that I wouldn't pick up on. Like there's this thing and um, we have like the, the cone of learning it's called where um are you taking like 10% of what you read and if you're doing the actions taking a little bit more well for people that live it each and every day that they, take in they'll know a lot more than, than anyone studying it will ever know of and and that's why it was so cool to have like grace on last monday and we talked about her her journey doing a plant-based diet and things that i wouldn't have picked up on you know reading books it's hard to do and adjusting the diets where she was talking about her mistakes how when she first started she was just having beans on toast and she she had to educate herself on different vitamins and minerals vitamins and minerals she needed and different things about magnesium and zinc and b12 and all the rest and it's it's one thing knowing these these things but actually feeling the deficiencies and actually going through it and the other great takeaway i got from that episode of the podcast was she didn't just try it for a week and that was it. No, she went through it for an entire month and studied it. And, and that's how she was able to get the absolute most out of it. And that's why she's still on a plant-based diet right now. And I'm not saying plant-based diets are the way everyone needs to go to be healthier. Everyone's got different different approaches, different ways of, of, of staying healthy, of staying on track and everything else. And I, I still believe there's not one best approach to a diet. But for Grace, it clearly is plant-based diets because she's a lot healthier now than she was before. So much power to her and um she oh she's continuing her education and that was uh, on on uh, she's continuing her education on nutrition that was pretty cool to learn about all the different things and so, some of the things i didn't know about there and then i had elaine on the podcast there i had a grace on wednesday i had elaine on a monday and she was talking about her journey doing a thailand boot camp and i suppose that's pretty cool in that like you know, I suppose for a lot of us when we started quarantine, we were like, you know, we need to get in shape, we need to get fitter now and make the most of this situation. And as we get through the five, six weeks, we're like, Jesus, we just need to get through this right now. But with Scale, when she first signed up to that Thailand boot camp, they asked her, you know, what are your goals? And she was unsure. And she still got a hell of a lot out of the boot camp right now. And like, it was the funny thing was that she screenshotted their their Instagram story story to me there the other day about they had a before and after picture and there's a huge difference even in those eighteen days and she was able to build on it afterwards. But she said one of the regrets she had was she hadn't got set goals and she was first asked you know what do you want to get out of this she was like I don't really know and I think that's one of the things we need to have ourselves in this during this quarantine is you know not just getting not doing exercises and fitness or whatever it's having a goal behind it and it could be as simple as i want to be able to do 10 push-ups in a row or 20 push-ups in a row or you know my first full push-up in a row you know just just take push-ups as an example if you have specific goals it's going to help motivate you to get those sessions in on days you don't want to do sessions i've talked about motivation before motivation comes and goes it's not a great thing to base your entire fitness regime around because there's some days you're just not want to gonna want to do it whereas if you've got days where you've got set goals and you're like okay i don't want to do it but i want this goal more than my feeling i'm not wanting to do it and that's going to push you out there and try and get the job done so it was interesting to listen to scale not have those set goals going through and still getting stuff out of it and it reminded me of when i first started that went when i first started when we all first started going through a six six week quarantine that we're on at the moment it was like 
really shitty that locked in and all the rest but at the same time there was apparently a felt like now I can go and do things now I can you know concentrate more on my running uh, we set up the any given run day run club because of it and I'm actually running more consistent now than I'd say with the exception of the six week, the last six weeks of the marathon last year more consistent than I probably ever have I'm getting pretty much every week at least three runs in a week and that's going really well but I've set little goals with that as well to keep myself on track of it as well as accountable with the Any Given Run Day Run Club. I feel like if I don't do it, what's the point in trying keeping everyone else accountable? But there are some days where I find it just gets too too overwhelming and you put too much pressure on yourself. Like I was sitting in front of the laptop yesterday, you know, I had me set routine, my walks and different things like that that I'll talk, to in a few, I'll talk about in a few minutes. But I sat down on the laptop at around nine o'clock by the time half 10 rolled around I realised I had done absolutely nothing I had scrolled through a couple of YouTube videos done a small bit here and there but but in the grand scheme of things I, I it probably could have been done in 10 minutes had I been concentrated I, I knew what I was doing but I was like I need to do this I need to do this I need to do that and it was just so much going on that I ended up doing absolutely nothing I just felt a bit overwhelmed I was like I need to take a step away I need to just back off a little so I, I pretty much took the rest of the day off which is not counter, which is not productive in itself but I got a lot more done today because of it because I was more refreshed so I ended up instead of just sitting in front of the laptop and doing for nothing for the next two hours on top of the, the hour and a half I wasted I went and I did my 800 meter my 400 meter runs eight times I did my push ups my pull ups I got my lunch in I was like here I'm doing the shopping today I don't care about the rest of this. I don't care price is nothing I'm going doing the shopping so I got my truck drove into to Sufayu did my bit of, bit of shopping just got out of the house just broke free from, from the norm I sometimes think that there's a bit of a balance right now and I don't have that balance myself where you want to be productive in these times because you know you're at home most of us are at home anyway um, and you, you, you feel like you want to do it's, a, it's in one way it's an opportunity to get some things done that you wouldn't have done before and I'm not saying it's a good thing it's not saying it's a good situation we're in right now I've used this phrase before in the podcast it's literally making you know chicken salad out of chicken shit because it's a horrible situation and people have lost lives and I'm not making light of that whatsoever some of us are more lucky than others and I count my blessings to how lucky I am right now in terms of you know a couple of months ago I was in an apartment and if I was still living in that apartment in Dublin right now I would crack up but I have the space out here to do runs and all the rest so I consider myself extremely fortunate but because of that I feel like I should be you know learning something new as well in terms of new skills and stuff and there's a balance between not being too harsh on yourself and also pulling back a little and and giving yourself a, a bit of a breather as well I, I don't I think there are some days where you might just want to sit and watch Netflix all day and you know if that's the case you know that, that's great but if you spend the next you know four or six weeks whatever long it's going to be less than, left in quarantine you know watching Netflix not getting up 12 1 o'clock adjusting back into full-time jobs and stuff afterwards is going to be a hell of a lot harder so I think it's you need to create a routine. You need to set some little goals. You don't have to be huge goals. Uh, just little goals that, that help balance those days where you have motivation and you don't have motivation. But there is a fine line there uh, with that. 
and speaking of routine in a couple of seconds I'm going to talk a little bit about my routine and about why I think you should definitely 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 have some sort of sleep pattern and I held off on this because I would have been a hypocrite if I talked about this two weeks ago but I've managed to develop the, uh, some sort of sleeping pattern I'm going to talk about that now in a couple of seconds um Right before that, oh, I just want to say I hope everyone's enjoyed the podcast. Hope everyone's enjoyed the different guests I've had over the last couple of weeks, and I hope to do more of that in the next couple of weeks. Those of you that don't know why I'm doing that, um, it's basically just to catch up with people. I, I, I've been up straight with it. It's like I want to hear for fifteen minutes one bit of fitness t- advice that might be able to help a lot of you listening right now and then once that's done i hit the stop button and i catch up with that person for for half hour 45 minutes um like i said in the post on wednesday a lot of stuff i was talking with grace about we could have we could have just kept that recording and it was a unbelievable content that that grace provided and some of it that i'm actually following up on it right now that I'm going to talk about in future episodes of this podcast once I go through it for 14, 21 days and I find that this habit is effective for me and I feel like I help other people then I'll start doing it I hate talking about things that in theory might work that I haven't tried myself or I don't have someone on the podcast that's gone through it as well so once I, I experiment with these things I find out that this definitely works for me I'll talk to you guys about that so I've blabbered on a fair bit I also have 10, 15 minute episodes so I'm going to get try, get, try and get through the talking about sleep talking about routine now right down to 5-10 minutes hopefully and right after this so I was talking about there my very long intro about my sleep and my routine pattern and all the rest and how I didn't want to talk about this unless I'd gone through it myself and what I've done for the last three weeks is and I haven't missed this routine, thank God. I haven't, not a single day have I missed this routine. Is I'd be asleep in bed, mostly asleep by 11 o'clock every night, no matter if it's Monday or whether it's Saturday night. By 11 o'clock, I'm asleep in bed. Hey, we're not going out, we're not going to pubs on Saturday nights anyway. So, what's the point in staying up late? So, I'm in bed by 11. I have my alarm set for around quarter past seven most mornings sometimes it's seven sometimes it's half seven depends on, on what i got up to the night before in terms of having a few drinks with people on zoom or, or whatnot i'm definitely having a few drinks here and there throughout this quarantine like most of us pretty much are but the point is i'm 90 percent sticking to that routine in terms of getting to bed by 11 o'clock and up before half seven every morning and then the routine is the exact same from there i'm getting my drink of water i'm getting the dogs I'm going out for me walk, I feed the horse a couple of carrots, I come around, walk back in, I get into my little routine before getting ready to get going to work, which is pretty much in the dining room, laptop out, I, I now live the office life, which is a completely different podcast, but the reason I want to talk about this is by setting my sleep sleep routine, I'm now getting into a pattern of where I wake up naturally before the alarm clock goes off, and that is so important because in the hour before you wake up, you wake up naturally, I should say, your body temperature starts to rise, your body gets ready for waking up. So your sleep gets lighter, your body temperature starts to rise, you know, dopamine and cortisol get released, and this gives us energy to get up and get ready to tackle the day. That's why when I get up first thing in the morning, I get a pint of water, I don't get a mug of coffee because the dopamine and cortisol is kicked in, which means I should have energy, natural energy already. I shouldn't need coffee, I shouldn't rely on coffee. Now, 
I will have a cup of coffee two hours later when I get to sit down in front of the laptop. I'm like, right, now I'm having my coffee. Now I'm good to go. I'm focusing my work and I might have two, three cups of coffee throughout the day. Don't get me wrong when I say that I don't have my coffee first thing in the morning as in I don't need my coffee throughout the day. I do need my coffee. I love my coffee throughout the day. But first thing in the morning, I don't have my coffee. And that's because nine times out of 10, I'm naturally awake before my alarm clock goes off. And that's because I sleep. I have a sleep pattern. Now, if I didn't have a sleep pattern or I struggle with my sleep, my alarm goes off first before I wake up. And what happens when the alarm goes off is usually we're more tired. And this tired state state is known as sleep inertia. So I'm my sleeping cycle has been interrupted. I'm more groggy. I'm not ready to start the day. And I just mentioned the sleep cycle there. Just to quickly talk about that. Your sleep cycle goes... F- Every 75 to 90 minutes or so, your brain goes through this cycle of, you know, light sleeping to, to more deep sleeping. And then you go through around three to four cycles, four cycles if you're very lucky <laughs> each night. And it's kind of like at the end of that third cycle, the fourth cycle, your body naturally knows when to wake up. So it goes through an hour or two hours of just trying to you know, get the body temperature up, like I said, release cortisol, dopamine, and just get ready to start the day. Now, as that starting up process happens, that takes around an hour or so, if your alarm goes off during that, then basically you've interrupted that process. It's like loading up a laptop, booting it up, halfway through, bang, you've gone starting stuff. All of a sudden your laptop's really slow, it's frozen, it's 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 not working right because you haven't given time to boot up. So you need to give it time to boot up and when we don't, we feel groggy, we feel tired. So what do we do? We hit the snooze button. I'm not ready to get up. I need a bit more sleep. So snooze button hit. Nine minutes later, you wake up because that damn alarm goes off again. What happens? You're more tired. Why are you more tired? Because instead of you thinking, okay, I'm going to get back into that deep. I'm going to try and rest a little bit, feel a bit better after nine, ten minutes and get up again. Your body goes, well, hey back to sleep with me let's start this sleep cycle all over again so you are nine minutes into a 75 to 90 minute sleep cycle and you wake up and your body's like i wasn't ready for this i hadn't gone through my full sleep cycle so unless your snooze button goes from 75 90 minute plus where you can get that sleep full sleep cycle in and wake up this process is going to keep happening you're going to feel worse going to feel more groggy so what do you do first couple of times the alarm goes off you just got to suck it up and I say this before I continue talking about this, there are times I fail when I do this. I do not get to do this every time. Even this morning, I lay in bed for around 15, 20 minutes before I got up. Didn't hit the, didn't woke up before the alarm, knocked the alarms off, but I didn't get up. I, I didn't get up straight away. I didn't hit snooze button, but I didn't totally do this right. But what you should do is count to five and then get up. One, two, three, four, five, up. Don't think about it, just do it. It's going to suck the first few times. It, it just is. But you will get used to it. And once you get used to it, you will f- and you do it every single day at the exact same time, you will find sooner or later, you are waking up before that alarm clock goes off. And once you woke up before the alarm clock goes off, you're going to feel a lot less groggy. You're not going to interrupt your sleep cycle and you're not going to need that snooze button. The snooze button will make you more tired. Getting that 9, 10 minute extra nap in bed it may feel good at the time you will lose the battle some days because you're going to be too tired to think logically you're like feck it i just need to sleep maybe this time i feel better you're not you're going to feel worse sleep inertia is going to kick in because that kicks in 
um, you know, it could take three, four, five hours to kind of kick out of that and feel a little bit better. So basically, you know, if you if your job involves a lot of critical thinking and stuff in the morning, you're not going to be as sharp in the morning. You're not going to be as switched on in the morning uh, because you've hit that snooze button, because you've had too much. Uh, yeah, you've broken that sleep cycle. There is one way to get rid of that, that uh, sleep inertia and that is to hop in and have a cold shower. And as much as I struggle with not hitting the snooze button and, lie, and lying in bed too long, the last thing I want to do is have a cold shower. So even the thought of that alone, if I've got a busy morning ahead of me, I'm like, I better get up because the only way I'm going to be productive this morning is if I hop in and have a cold shower and I'm going to be absolutely freezing and hate the day from there anyway because there's one thing I can't stand, it is cold showers. Only if I'm in a sauna for 20 minutes can I hack a 20 second cold shower. Apart from that, I absolutely hate them. So definitely try and get a sleep pattern locked in. It doesn't have to be from 11 p.m. to 7 o'clock in the morning. It's whatever suits you and your schedule. Try and get a morning routine that suits you from there. I've been very lucky so far in terms of the mornings are bright at the moment. Um, I have the space. There's there's dogs here to, to, to walk and the horse and all the rest and the farm. It's, 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 it's so cool. That's why I say I'm lucky that I'm here instead of out, on, um, out in an apartment in Dublin that I have the luxury of doing these things. So you mightn't have that. Um, not that anyone has a horse. Uh, it's not my horse, by the way. But not that everyone has that. You're going to need to find something else to get that morning routine in, to get something that gets you up and going. And I still set 27 alarm clocks back to back uh, just to make sure I get up. I still have that, that habit. But try and get some sort of sleep pattern in. You'll feel better throughout the day and it'll be more productive and you'll be able to attack your goals and feel like you're doing something during these very, very shitty times. Just try and stay positive and put a positive spin on it. And, you know, that's going to be pretty much it for me for this episode of the podcast. Just going to wrap it up right here. Hopefully you guys got something from that, this episode of the podcast. And please do, if you haven't already, listen back to the episode I did with Grace, especially if you're interested in nutrition, plant-based diets, bit of curiosity about that. doesn't have to be in terms of plant-based diet, even attacking your own kind of nutrition diet things you you'll definitely pick up a few tips from there and um, talking with elaine on just what it's like to do a thailand boot camp to wake up and at seven o'clock do a class and do another class at nine o'clock and have pt 11 it sounds insane but once you're on that mindset it might help you to go you know what maybe i'm able to get a session in today now that i'm home and i might get a session in before i start work clock in at nine o'clock at home or as soon as five o'clock's finished you know clock in there might help you out there with a little bit of luck and if it does please do hit me up on instagram at coach at coach underscore sean c let me know if any any bit of information over these last couple of episodes the podcast has helped hopefully they have if there's anything you'd like to discuss let me know or hell if you want to chat you know chant your arm and get on the podcast you feel like you've got something to offer i'm all for it because we ain't got nothing but time over these next couple of weeks during this quarantine and that's it for me from coach john take care